This is the High Hopes Podcast. High Hopes. It's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the Phillies on Radio.com and Sports Radio 94 WIP. Yeah! It is another edition of the High Hopes Podcast. Oh, what's that, that for? Was, that was my impression of baseball being locked out, Jack. We, we have no baseball right now. What am I supposed to be like, hey, hey. Welcome to the Phillies podcast where we've got nothing to talk about, Jack. Well, I don't know. I guess a yo for for talking to you uh, once a week is is like, you know, I would give. Okay, okay. You know what? You know what? Back it up. Here we go. Okay. All right. Yo! It is another edition of the High Ops Podcast. How was that, buddy? Now I can see why Zoe's still awake. Uh, I got to be yeah, honest. So for those little inside <laughs> baseball on a baseball, pseudo-baseball podcast with baseball not around, um, Zoe, Jack was just uh, a party to Zoe not wanting to leave the basement so I could record, screaming, I don't want to go upstairs. It was it was good stuff. Yeah, and then you turned around and screamed. I mean, she sounds like a, sel- <laughs> she sounds like a seltzer already, pal. Definitely had a seltzer vibe uh, going there, yes. Yeah, for, for sure, for yeah, sure. But yeah, good. no, it's it's uh, I don't know. Yeah, I gotta be honest, James. Like, I, I haven't really noticed baseball's gone. Like, I, wow, I, of all people. Well, I know because this happens every year. Like, sure, we had the floor, the flurry of moves, and I was like, wow, this is awesome. But like, that doesn't that never happens. Like, like deals usually trickle in every now and then. No, like, that's true. there's maybe like that's two true. moves. They wait till after the meetings. It's usually till like you know January, February these days for moves to really start out. It's a good point, Jack. It's fair. Right. Like, like this happens every off season where there's no baseball movement from now until. I want to say like early February, like you get a little bit of movement around the winter meetings, but I guess even then it's like, oh, well, this is a rumor or whatnot. But even the winter meetings have sucked the last couple of years. They have. So, yeah. so like for me, this is just, dude, Bryce Harper signed in March. Like this is, this is nothing. Like honestly, baseball, you got a lot of work to do to kill me. I'm, I'm not going anywhere. I'm strapped in for the long haul. I, I like you. You are just, you're a master at this really, truly to just, it's almost like you've convinced yourself there is no lockout. Like, there, I, fine. I, I, fine. I, I swear to you, totally I legitimately don't think there's a lockout. Like I, I just, yeah. I put it so far out of my head and I've already convinced myself Kyle Schwarber's a Philly. Like <laughs> I know. I, I gotta be honest, James, if he's not a Philly, I will be just as devastated as if Bryce Harper was not a Philly. It's, wow, it's, that it's, is a... It's reached probably that level. Statement. It's probably <laughs> an untrue statement, but I'm just letting people know how serious I am about it. And you know what? You've I... really, you've really gone down the Schwab hole in, in in a big way. I, I know. Mean, originally, you were like, "Oh, that'd be cool. I'd be in on Schwabs," and then you start watching Schwab film and this and that, and then all of a sudden, you're like, "I literally will not be able to breathe if Kyle Schwab is not a Philly." The, it's a, it's an amazing transformation you've taken yourself. Well, through. James, uh, you and and everyone out there listening. I would say that no one in this media market talks themselves deeper into players than than I do. I don't think. Oh, yeah, I think we all know that. I don't think Keep there's out of the bio, please. Yeah, well, and and you ready for my fun Kyle Schwarber stat of the day? Ooh, is this gonna be a a thing? Like, are we gonna get a Schwarber stat of the day through the lockout, only to have him sign with the Red Sox as soon as it ends? Is well, that, you that don't be, don't be a good bit. don't put that don't put that hate on me. Don't put that. Uh, <laughs> Kyle Schwarber was top ten in both expected WOBA and oh. and O swing percentage, which oh. is which means 
there is not a there is not a better combination on the free agent market of swing decisions than Kyle Schwarber. The guy just knows what to swing at, and I will I will bet on that going forward. Like literally, he was top ten expected WOBA. I think his expected WOBA was three ninety nine, and he was he his O swing percentage, which basically means he doesn't chase out of the zone, was also in the top ten. Like that's elite. That's an elite eye, James. That's an elite eye. You tried to make this exact point on WIP, the listeners' heads would explode. Oh my God, we'd be starting getting calls like, "Yeah, I don't what? want that freaking Woba. <laughs> Woba, get that out of here. What's his average? Oh, he's T sixty last year. Get him out of here. Yeah, Are you true. there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm. I'm to react. It was perfect. You want me to keep going? I feel like you just, I was at work for a second there. I was, uh, like, oh, I was locked in. And then I was like, oh, wait, recording a podcast. That was that was pretty good, buddy. Yeah, let me tell you something about that Schwarber bat. 260, strikes out a ton. Like, and then they can break it. <laughs> yeah, his, his, his OAA was in the one percentile. Means he doesn't know how to defend to save his life. How's that? How's that? Uh, yes. Yeah, so. WIP caller said that I... Honestly, think I might drop that on the spot. Like right. I would be so surprised. That you don't think they? You don't think they do outs above average? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> oh man. Oh, buddy. Well, I'm happy you're in this place. This makes me happy. I'll be the one who stresses about the labor strife and the, you know, two groups of people who've hated each other for 60 years, and uh, I'll, I'll stress for us. You just live in this college where was a Philly land. I like it. Yeah, I mean, James, I, I'm pretty good at blocking stuff out. I I, <laughs> no, I, no. I I don't know if you can tell, but I can kind of go down, you know, I can pigeonhole myself as, as one thing. And, like, I, I'm not really – there's not really much to me, you know? I, I like <laughs> – like, Give yourself more credit than that, buddy. I like – There's a lot to you. I think you're layered. Well, I'll say this. I like baseball, Jill, music, my friends – and, and the Ohio's podcast. And the Ohio's podcast and TV yeah. shows, and that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a good point. And but, rom-coms. Yeah. Oh, I love, dude, love rom-coms. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah. It's a little inside James and I's relationship. Yeah. I have long trolled James about, like, movies and how, <laughs> and how, and how any movie would be a better TV show. Like, any, I firmly believe that any great oh, movie God. would make a better oh. TV show because TV shows oh. are just, frankly, better than movies. Um, you let, this is live trolling on the podcast. Thank but, you. It's great. But we realized well, in driving back from Cooperstown a couple of years ago, James was like, have you seen this rom-com? I'm like, yeah. Have you seen this? Uh, I was like, uh, <laughs> I basically had seen every rom-com besides, uh, Literally everyone I brought up except when Harry met Dolly, which you saw. Right. Sid. And I did love it. Yeah. No, I love it's rom-coms. Fantastic. Yeah. So, I know. uh, so, so yeah, so I do love rom-coms, but yeah, like I just, I, I, I can just block out the whole, I, I have no, I have literally zero interest in any labor discussions. Like I gen just w- like literally wake me up when baseball is off. Like, like when they <laughs> well, settle well, this whole thing. Yeah. Well, that's good because guess what? We're not talking about this podcast. Baseball. Labor negotiations. Yes. I, I sent <laughs> James, I sent James a hundred things to talk about last night. Guess what? Not one of the topics was uh, labor well, discussions. Uh, in, yeah. Inside baseball. Again, Jack and I were originally going to say we were like, what if we just did the pod and didn't talk any baseball at all? <laughs> just went as long as we could without talking baseball. But well, the longer this goes, longer the lockout <laughs> That's our goes. Plan for February, yeah. Yeah. If you take us till February, this is going to become a 
movies and t- a rom-com and TV podcast. Yeah, it'll, it'll be our next bit is how long can we go without talking about baseball slash Kyle Schwarber? I love it. Yeah, <laughs> you're not allowed to put Schwarber in there. That's gonna Dude, be the toughest part for you. Well, it's fine because I still watch Schwarber highlights every single day. Yeah, well, that's important. We are gonna talk some baseball today, but we're gonna. I think in the spirit of the lockout and the, you know, how it, you know, I guess not with you. With you, it engenders uh, blissful ignorance. But with me, it engenders anger right. and frustration, obviously, you know, towards the owners mostly, but but across the board. Let's have some fun today, Jack. Jack had a great idea. In one of, one of the 15,000 ideas that Jack sent me, again, for there being a lockout right now, I'm sorry, don't tell Jack. For there being a lockout right now, Jack really had a lot to talk about. You had a lot on your mind. So yeah. tell him your idea because I love it and we're doing it. So I wanted to, I wanted for us to <laughs> I wanted for us to build our ultimate starting nine of our least favorite Phillies. Yes. Uh because there's a long list. It's been a oh, yeah. you don't you don't have you don't you only become the losingest franchise in sports history by having some uh some losers, I guess, on your team. Um, so, so everyone has their least favorite and I thought it'd be fun to do a least favorite Phil starring nine because James next week. Yes. Maybe uh, we, we, we got to figure yeah, out the well, schedule. Yeah, look, Christmas is coming up new year's. So like, let's say coming up soon yeah. and then more consistently once the, the holidays. Are right. Over. So our next podcast, like I, there's a decent chance we don't record over the holidays, but we will be back. Yes. We, we were joking about never recording again. So uh, we're here. Either way, our next podcast, we're going to draft our all-time Phillies team. Go mm. head, go head to head, and see who, and see who built a better team of all-time Phillies. Mm. It's going to be probably the most devastating thing that's ever happened to you when my team's better than yours. Like. I can't think of something that would hurt someone more than to lose than you specifically losing an all-time Phillies draft. Like that would just crush you. Like yeah, you wouldn't recover. Could you recover? I don't think you recover. No, I mean I certainly wouldn't handle it well. Um, <laughs> I'm usually I'm usually one that keeps my composure and you know and very even keeled. Uh, but I uh, I would not handle that well. I would honestly I. I don't really like getting into Twitter fights. If someone started doing my mentions, I'd probably just sit there fighting with them all day long, like breaking down war and how he'd build this team. But I'm pretty confident in myself. I'm, I'm, I'm an elite team builder. Everyone knows that. They know the perfect offseason. So um, I, uh, I'm i looking forward to it. I've seen the perfect offseason here and other places and then well, other places and other places. It seems like, you know. I was it's just really gonna bring some some, some uh, widespread to it, so to speak. I was just, just gonna sprawl. I, I was just gonna bring it up. I I, I wonder how many uh, how many all time fills drafts are gonna happen after, <laughs> or 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 in between. You know, I'm just putting it out there. We put we're gonna put this podcast down on twelve sixteen between now and when we do our all time uh, Phillies draft. Beat us to it. We we made the mistake of mentioning it. Yeah. Right? Well, I know teases are important though. So I know. You know. I, I mean. Know. Uh, you know. Uh, life's all about good teases, what I tell myself, and yeah, and, and bits. And bits. That's, that's pretty much it. Yeah, right. life's too life's there? life's too short for it's it not about, to be a it's bit. About te- yeah, it's about teasing the bits and then doing the bits and then teasing them again. That's the move. I agree. Uh, also, life update, James. Um, Ooh. Uh, Ooh. You know how we used to do run Fritz run? 
Yes. Oh, I know where this is going. You told me earlier. This is I pretty mean, impressive. it's turning into like a thing. I mean, I'm. I, How many miles did you run today? Uh, well, yesterday I ran. I ran four miles yesterday. Wow. Yeah. So we're going from we're going from the back in the day where I was like, oh, I did my mile and a half loop and I'm dying, to four miles yesterday, wow. which uh, and last week I did three miles every single day. Today I did two and a half. So. Listen, I might be a runner guy. I might have to do, might have to do the 10K next. You know, Jackie, 10K? It's pretty disappointing. Uh, of all the things that's happened in the history of this podcast, you becoming a runner guy is like top tier. Yeah. Well, wait till I get yeah. snooty about it, too. Like, I haven't, <laughs> oh, I know. I haven't even reached I'm snooty. You're not there yet. I'm shocked. Honestly, I expected it a little quicker. Yeah. Well, it's coming, pal. I know. Trust me. All right. Let's do it. Yes. The all time worst most hated sports hate you know we don't actually hate these no. people as human beings but when we talk about some of these people i'm gonna say i hate them because i sports hate them and yep. that's what's gonna happen now important so, important distinction this does not mean they were the worst player just no, your least favorite no. yes and also another important distinction only during our lifetimes like you know i i don't know <laughs> i didn't i didn't see Jim Costanti, like, I don't know if he was a jerk and I would have hated having him on my team. I wouldn't because he was an MVP. But right. you know what I'm saying. Like, if there's some guy from the 60s or 70s that, that everyone hated, like, we're sorry. They're not going to be on our list. We're just doing guys we personally hated. Right. Fair? Fair as it is. Okay. You want to start or should I? Well, we'll start a catcher. We'll go around the diamond, obviously. We'll say pitcher for last. I know technically a you know, pitcher is the one, but we're going to go catcher around the diamond back to pitcher. All right, I will go first on catcher, and then I'll give you first pick on first base, and we'll go from there, Love okay? It. Love it. Love it. Uh, I am taking the woats of the woat catchers. I'm sorry, James. You can tab him as well. But Rod Barajas, easily. Wow, Rod Barajas. Uh, the worst. Didn't didn't protect home plate. Uh, gave up on his teammates. 2007 fills uh, was a disappointment. Now I will say Rod Barajas did uh, uh, pave the way for, for Chooch to take over for him and turn out to be the best catcher in Phil's history? Um, uh, I mean, yeah, probably. I mean, Levy, you know, would be offensively better, but I think I'd take Chucho. Well, Dutch. Dutch, boom. Dutch, but Dutch wasn't as long, you know, as, as long run, but Dutch would be up there too. But, yeah, it's, it's – uh, Not many I mean, guys. Bob, Bob Boom was legit back in the day, but, yeah. Not many guys have caught three no-hitter slash perfect games? Yep, it's true. Chucho. Not many guys have been the catcher of the Philadelphia Phillies when they won a World Series. In fact, <laughs> only two. two yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Only right. two. Um, this is where it's going to get fun. First of all, look, I'm honestly shocked you didn't say JT Romito, but you know, I'm happy. <laughs> I'm happy that you did. No, I don't. Um, along those lines, you know, honorable mention Andrew Nab on my list. Uh, uh, he didn't make the top spot, but I mean, you know. After this past season, I mean, let's be honest, dude went back to being Andrew Knapp, the Andrew Knapp we all hated. Like, what a horrendous baseball player he was again this year. But um, here's the fun thing about our list, Jack, is that we'll get a few of them here on my list where I can, you know, add a little, um, what's it? Um, oh, I'm an old man flavor. Love it. Um, so, so my catcher, who the Phillies signed, and I was so excited as a kid because I knew him from the Tigers. I was like, this dude is a baseball player. He's awesome. He's going to be a Philly. And then Lance Parrish sucked as a Philly. He was horrible. Like, what a disappointing sign, as they all were, until Jim told me, like, my whole life, any sign they ever made, I was like, well, that sucked. 
any big one. It was not that there were that many. But Lance Parrish is like a perfect example of someone we were excited about. He's a good baseball player, came here and stunk. Not a Lance Parrish fan. Yeah, well, and Lance Parrish is one of those guys that always gets talked about when it's like, what is the worst free agent signing in Philadelphia sports uh, history? It's him. Uh, uh, and then it's like, well, who's the other one? Danny Tartable? Well, yeah, don't tease my list too much. Buddy. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. Little Danny Tartle will come in later. Love it, love um, it. So I actually, I, I, it's my turn on first base, and I actually realized that I think this is an unfair one, and I'm gonna, I'm trying to pivot on the fly because I forgot that when I was younger I met him, and he was like the nicest guy. Like he was such a nice guy. So I hesitate. I was going with a similar vein because when Greg Jeffries was a Met, I love that dude as a baseball player. I was so excited that the Phillies signed him. I was like, yes, Greg Jeffries, like what a stud. And he was good for like one year and then he stunk with the Phillies. So it always disappointed me. But I forgot that when I was seven years old, I met Greg Jeffries and he was like a sweetheart of a guy, Jack. He was such a nice guy. So I feel bad about putting Greg Jeffries on my list. But as a Philly... I didn't like Greg Jeffries. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Now, I will say, I, I will say, I, I can't really cut audio and use it later, but did you say the term I love that guy as a Met? I mean, you, you, <laughs> the listeners may or may not as know. A player, as a player, mm, yes, as a player, he's a good player. The listeners may not know, but James is actually born in New York. I, well, yes, yeah, I talk about that all the time. Live there. Yes. I'm smelling. Like, well, you, you big Steve Cohen guy too? Yeah. Okay. Yes. This is good. Anything else you want to tell the listeners? Um, good. You're here. Good stuff. <laughs> uh, my first baseman. I was gonna use him for third base, but then I remembered he also played first base. How about that, Wes Helms? I <laughs> hated Wes Helms, man. Like, oh my god, he was such a loser. Oh, his face just screamed, I'm going to strike out. He had a terrible swing. It was slow. He killed us with the Marlins randomly, like him and freaking Conine. Like, Wes Helms would randomly be good against us. And then we signed him, and it was like Orlando Skandrick when he signed with the Eagles. Like, you just you just never trusted him. He was always a Marlin, never embraced him, never got a big hit. Wes Helms is my first baseman. It's a great one. Total loser. Hated his face. Like, I hate the face guy. Not a Wes Helms fan. Good one. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Second base. I have a controversial answer, by the way, but you're up first. Okay. Second base is a loaded answer. Uh, But since I'm going first, I'm taking him off the board. He was the worst. He was terrible. He came up to bat in the final out of Game 7 of the 2016 World Series. They were all afraid of... This Michael <laughs> Martinez and everyone in Philadelphia was like, is that Michael Martinez? Yeah. Uh, shout out to Brian Coulter for that tweet that yeah. I feel like comes it's up once my, a year. Honestly, it's one of my favorite tweets in Twitter history, the Brian Coulter tweet. It's so good. It's like, yeah, a Chicago Cubs Twitter, like, you know, freaking out. Indians Twitter tweaking out. Phillies Twitter. That's Michael Martinez. Yeah, it's we, so good. We all knew how that at bat was going to end. So oh, I would have bet my life. If I... If you could, and back then they didn't have like live in-game betting and all that stuff. Like, if I could like live in-game bet my life on an at bat, I would. That would have been the one I would choose. Like, I would have bet everything I had. He wasn't going to come through. Imagine seriously, like imagine him coming through with a big hit to end, like to to no. get the get Cleveland, the Guardians, the a, Guardian, a, a World Series. Um, 
but yeah, like imagine him coming through in that moment and like the and like you he can't. goes down That's and the problem is you can't you can't imagine it. Like, like you can't. He goes down and, and Cubs infamy is the the Michael Martinez game. Like it's just it was never gonna happen. So Michael Martinez is my second baseman. It's a great answer. I thought about putting him there. I, I the reason I didn't was just because like I never expected anything from Michael Martinez. He didn't play that much where I was like, I was just like, oh, that guy sucks. Like he's a horrible baseball player. Like that was my whole thing. But I didn't dislike him because, and you'll see with my answer here, there were never any expectations for him and Michael Martinez. My answer for second base, and this could be controversial, but I believed in him. I thought he was going to be a stud. I thought he was going to be a part of this podcast in uh... the sense that we were going to talk about him for years as this foundational piece scott kingery you suck you suck what a disappointment you are you're got millions of dollars and you didn't earn a penny of it and i'm super bummed that you're costing money on my luxury tax every year car owner obviously won't go over it for nothing so scott kingery my least favorite second base yeah it's a good answer it's a good answer what a disappointment uh can i put my my extras out here for second base oh please now we i Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Ty Kelly, who oh, I, good one. I good to one. this day think, yeah, I, I to this day think I can get out. I think he hit a, I think he hit a home run against the Mariners, and I was like, how did that happen? Like, there's and also, can we be honest here? And no offense to Ty Wigington, and no offense to anyone listening to this podcast who goes by Ty, go by Tyler. Ty sounds ridiculous. Like it's the thing you tie around your neck. Like T-Y looks stupid. It's like a stupid looking word. It doesn't look like a word. Wow. Ty is dumb. Sorry. I'm so sorry. Going after me. going after Ty Daubert, huh? Wow. That's a that's a big a listener to the podcast. Um I mean, I mean, think about this way. Tyler Daubert. Boom. Like how much better does that sound? Yeah, you tell him to grow up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, look, if your name is actually Ty and it's spelled differently or whatever. Different discussion here. But when it's T-Y and your name is Tyler, just go with Tyler. The strong take on Ty. Um, Thank you. And I my, feel like I had to bring it. My other name was John McDonald. John McDonald. I forgot John McDonald. You're going with some obscure dudes. Uh, I like couldn't it. stand it. I, think, I don't think he got a hit here. I really don't. I would have to look it up, yeah. but I'm pretty so sure. This is good because I think my list is more mainstream where you're getting the real deep cuts, well, which I listen, love. That's, that's what I do. Pal. That's us. That's what we do here. It's perfect. All uh, right. You got, um, for, you got first for shortstops. Oh, so we're go. So you're, you're, you're not a, a, you're go. Oh, I'm not the book guy the where it goes five, four. Because in my list, I had third base. All nice, right. Go third base. No, no, no. Go yeah. third base. Go third base. Okay. All right, I hate this guy. Turns out he seems like a total asshat of a person, too, but that's neither here nor there. I don't know him well or whatever. That's I'm talking just sports hate. Another guy we had expectations for. We thought he was going to be good. Not as good as we thought Kingery was going to be, but he turned out to stink. Cody Ashy. You suck, Cody Ashy. Thank you. Ah, okay. Poor Cody. He's, was he the next uh, He was the next Utley? That's, that's, I think yeah, a columnist in this town. there were real expectations there, you know. Okay. Uh, I'm going with no one else but David Bell. I mean, there was no one else that was possibly going to make my list for third base. Even if he took David Bell, I wouldn't have cared. Uh, he would look so miserable to be here. Uh, didn't look like he smiled once playing for the Phillies. Uh, me and my granddad used to fight about David Bell. He liked him. I hated him. Uh, I think I ended up being right on that. So I will always hold that against David Bell. And it still drives me crazy that he is the last Philly to hit for the cycle. 
And I it need... drives you so crazy. You bring it up so often. I need it. I it need it. It's like end. one of those really random things that really no one else in the world cares about but you. Um. Well, I think I think Phillies fans care about the David Bell thing. Like we we, we need another cycle. Like I, we can't we can't keep having to remember the David Bell cycle. Like it was not. No one was all right. All I remember is this: is that I was so not happy that he hit for the cycle the night he hit for the cycle. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh really? This guy who who stinks hit for the cycle. Um. So yeah, no, was uh, not a David Bell guy, and I need the, the the cycle thing to end so we can move on and erase the name from the Phillies record books. Shortstop. So this is going to be controversial, uh, because he had one moment that people love to remember. And really inflate how good this guy really was. When we, when I really remember this guy as Captain Double Play, and that is Wilson Valdez, who wow. literally could was allergic to not like he would ground into double plays every single he time he hit. He stunk. He stunk. Oh he my gosh. Pitcher. He was a better pitcher than he was a hitter. Oh, it was dreadful. Like it was literally dreadful. And like, and to this day, it's like, oh, Wilson Valdez. He pitched that one time. It's like, yeah. He also grounded into like a hundred double plays for the 2011 Phils. So, uh, like, I don't want to hear any more of the Wilson Valdez thing. So, uh, Wilson Valdez, my least favorite shortstop of all time. Gotta admit, shocked you didn't go Freddie. And I know it's not Freddie, but the Freddie fans, like you know, that's always been one of your. I know. I know. I, I agree. The, the, I was going to put Freddie there, uh, but then I remember, like, I was excited that he came back. Like, it was cool. To, it, was cool to, it was cool to see Freddie again. If we did this podcast three years ago, Freddie is my shortstop just because, yeah. like, okay. oh, my okay. God. It was like, oh, well, he, he's a gold glover. No, he yeah. never won one. Well, he's better than Andrew Simmons. You didn't know that? Yes. Yeah. Right, right, right. So, um, yeah, Freddie would have made it. But I was, I was, you know, happy to see Freddie this year. Okay. Uh, mine, I'm going to do another old guy one. Uh, and again, it's you know my old guy, not super old guy, even though the Jack, I am super old guy. This is one where I, I hated him before I even saw him play. This is strictly as a player, nothing, you know, but I grew up with my dad. Like whenever my dad would make a joke about the worst hitter, Steve Jeltz was the name that he would say. You know, um, he's like, oh, that guy's... That, the only guy that guy's better than is Steve Jeltz or Steve Jeltz made Mendoza look like a, st- you know, like all kinds of jokes. Like my dad just would tear Steve Jeltz apart. And I came into Steve Jeltz just saying, this guy's the worst. And guess what? He was the worst. He was a horrible hitter. He was horrible to watch. Stevie Jeltz, my shirt. Seems like a fine fellow, but as a baseball player, not great. Yeah. Again, uh, another one of those names that always gets brought up when we're talking about this is, yep. is Steve Jeltz. Desi Relford had some like, out of nowhere comments like ripping Philly like two years ago. That, that really? Yeah, they got everyone all upset. I, I thought I thought you're gonna go Relaford, but Steve Jeltz is a good one. Okay. Uh right field, I mean you already why don't you go first? Cause mine you already mentioned before. So it's just a quick Danny Tartable. You said it. The guy signed, he was here for eleven games. Eleven games! And he was so good in Kansas and he's like Danny Tartable. The Yankees like that, yes. And not just that, he got hurt and then was like Bleep it. I'm just retiring. I'm done. Nice. Like, Great, Danny. Thanks, man. He well, played 11 games for the Phillies and then retired. Like, well, awesome. And I, 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 this is always just brought up, but uh, about the day Tartable, that's the worst signing ever. Because they gave him like a million a year, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. They paid him like in those days. And again, he played 11 games and retired. I think in the end, it's not as bad a sign because he retired. 
you know, you didn't lose too much long term, but just brutal. Well, yeah, and then and then I watched uh, Jill and I rewatched Seinfeld and the Danny Tartable episode. And I was like, oh, oh, with George, it's great. Yeah, that's yeah, the guy yeah. that that's the guy well, that everyone. I, I love that episode because people never talk about it, but that is the true invention of launch angle like launch angle is what like costanza talking about launch angle that's how he's hitting the ball in the park he's like no no you gotta hit it up like this and like that's launch angle revolutionary yeah. get 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 george costanza in the phil's analytics department let's get this what thing I, going I, what have i been saying what have i been saying i've been saying it forever the, george costanza the phil's are a costanza way been saying it for years uh <laughs> again my right fielder might be controversial but, oh, don't do Bryce. It's not fair, Jack. Don't I know. I know. MV3. MV3. Um, it's not Bryce, but he also had a lot of expectations coming in here. And honestly, it made me more mad when he left and turned into this like, oh, the, the heart and soul and leader of a Giants team. And that is uh, Hunter Pence. Yeah. I, I was so excited when they traded for Hunter Pence. Yeah. They, they had to bat him fourth with Howard out. And he just could not do it. Another guy who I felt like grounded into 200 double plays a year. Um, um, Hunter Pence, like, sure, good game. Let's go eat. That was a, a fun moment in the, in the, when he first got here. But they needed him to, to be the Worth replacement. And Hunter Pence, who I think is more talented than Worth, uh, literally could not do it. So uh, Hunter Pence, I think if he was better, those teams would have had a better chance to, to, to compete for a World Series. But he did not live up to the hype here. And again... I, I got went to San Francisco and did exactly what we wanted him to oh do. Oh my gosh, he's like he's like firing the whole team up and like uh, turning into a I legend. Know. And here he like he couldn't he, he was one of the guys that could not handle Philadelphia. So Jack, that's a really good one, and it's one you wouldn't think of. Like no one's thinking that because he says, seems like such a great guy too and all that. Like he's a fine guy. Think, yeah, um, so awkward though. He like I know he's great as a player, but he looks so awkward doing. He's one of those guys where. It just doesn't look like it should work, and it does. But it didn't here. It's a great one. Well, the swing, uh, the swing was so weird. Like I, yeah, I can't... the whole thing. Like he was so herky jerky in everything he did. You know. I know. I know. It never made any sense. And then, and then, like, was age like thirty eight season with the Rangers? He made an All Star team out of nowhere when he's playing like, uh, I think he might have been playing the Mexican League in the off season. And like, he, like he went all the way back to the beginning, pretty much like. All the way down to the bottom, got back to the top, made an all-star team, and, and retired. Like the Hunter Pence, he was so good when he wasn't a Philly, which is frustrating. Yeah, yeah. Well, it seems like a trend yes. at times. Um, all right, center fielder, I would be shocked, shocked if we don't have the same person. Am I going first? Am I? I'll go first. You go first. I just took Pence. You go first. Okay. I mean, it's a double Herrera. Like, hate that guy. Hate, 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 hate him. And we obviously hate him off the field. Like, he would win this for off the field. If we were doing, like, most hated off the field athletes, he would be right at the top of our list. But I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about the moron who played for my team for five years, six years, whatever it was. Like, the idiot who every single night, every single game found a way to do something stupid, to not hustle, to not run out of the box, to, like, Bat flip on a, a a lazy fly ball to right field, like like what an annoying baseball player to have on your team. Like, and again, hate him off the field too. But like, just as a baseball player, Jack, like what a dumb moronic player to have on your team who causes way more harm than he does good. I hate hate Odubel Herrera as a baseball player. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, he is uh, he was a very frustrating player for for a lot of people, uh, and the off the off the field stuff certainly didn't help, but. Uh, my answer 
is actually Captain Noodle Arm Ben Revere, who like oh the whole oh he batted three. I should I actually should have seen this. Oh, he batted three hundred. I don't I care. Oh my god, I don't care that he batted three hundred. It was three hundred singles. Like it was just single there, single there, like all that stuff and oh in the center field. No one's defense is more overrated here than Ben Revere. Like he he wasn't good at tracking the ball. So it was like, oh, well, like like I I'm so fast that I'll get behind and then I'll run it down and catch it. Uh that's how he made like the catch in Cincinnati and stuff like that. Like you just couldn't he didn't get good jumps in the ball. And again, the batting average thing. It's like, wow, I batted 300. It's like, yeah, I, that's fine. But they're not impactful 300. And also, I'm 99% sure I had a stronger arm than him. Like, he he could not throw the ball from center field uh, in, like, on, on, on a line. It was it was a lollipop every time. Yeah, I didn't hate Ben Revere as much as you. But the arm, I'm, I'm definitely with. But I I just knew what Ben Revere was. I didn't expect him to be more than, you know, that 300. I was like, yeah, this is great. This guy's getting on base. Good for you, Ben. But I get it. He was he was more annoying than not. Uh, by the way, I, I feel I gotta say I feel like an idiot, Jack, because I did this whole thing about going around the diamond, then I did right field before left field. So yeah, how's that feel? Yeah, I, like an idiot. I, I, for being real about it, I feel pretty dumb. Good, Jack, pretty dumb. Good. Pretty dumb. That's what you get. That's called accountability. It is. All right, left field. You're up first. Left field. I am taking a guy who. They drafted number one in the 2016 Rule 5 draft, and that was Tyler Goodell. He, he, <laughs> what a deep what? what? Uh, I hated watching. I, I don't even. I forgot Tyler Goodell was a Philly. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I had to like like he was so skinny. I was like, this guy has no shot. And I remember like there was legitimate hype about Tyler Goodell coming from the Rays. Like he could be something. Like they stole him from from Tampa. Uh, and then he got here, and like I, I, I think Elliot might have more power than Tyler Goodell. <laughs> like I seriously do. Tyler Goodell was awful. Um, and like the only thing he's known for is like throwing out the the guy at home plate against uh, the Reds. You know, when, when Cameron Rupp blocked the plate, it's the only uh, good thing from the Tyler Goodell era. And it, honestly, just having him play left field was just a total waste of time. All right. Um, I went with a much more mainstream answer. First and foremost, I mean, J.D. Drew is the answer, but he never really was a Philly, so like it doesn't count. But we all know J.D. Drew, the most hated left fielder in Philadelphia Phillies history, whether he was ever Philly or not. Hate that guy. Hate him. Hate him. Uh, but in terms of someone who's on the team, and look, again, a controversial answer because the bat is great, and I really appreciate it, and I love him, and I'm happy he's here, but... You know, that year watching Reese Hoskins play left field is, is like the single biggest abomination to fielding that I've watched in my lifetime, in my entire life watching baseball, and including like as a team, it was the Phillies for the first two months of this season. We all remember that, you know. But but in terms of just one player in one position, it's the worst thing I've ever seen, Jack. We had to watch a year of the worst left fielder, the worst outfielder we've ever seen in our lifetime. And for that... I'm sorry, Reese. You're on the list. Wow. Is that is that is that is that too much? Is well, it overboard? Well, yeah, I mean Reese in left field. Like I can't believe they did that. You want to talk about I like know, know. like miscalculation of resources. They can't even move around at first base. It's unbelievable. Like, what were they thinking? All that just to, like like if you're signing Jim Tomey, I get it. If you're signing like yeah, like if you're signing a, it, all this for Carlos Santana, are you kidding me? Uh like Santana's a fine player, but you know, Reese yeah. just had a monster year. Like you're trying to build off that, and the first thing you do is you stick him in left field. 
Yeah, it's just crazy. Oh, it should have been a bigger red flag. It was, it was, and then by the end of the year, they had like they had Santana playing third. They had Justin Bohr somewhere. Ah, uh, oh my God! Like it was the first year of Gabe Klentak was insane. What they what they tried to do, like really, really and like, they won, and they won eighty games somehow. I know, I know. Yeah, Great the, manager. The, that's how Gabe got the most he could out of that team, Jack. Well, nothing ever came of Gabe, right? Like he he got fired from here and hey, never got another job. I, I don't even know what he's doing. He's probably you know, I don't know. He's back to blogging. Well, he's he's yeah. yeah, that's probably what he's doing now. So you know, I mean, they made the right decision moving on from Gabe and and and, and keeping <laughs> Klentak for that extra year. It's really, really, uh, really good time. So uh, that but, was, that that with the Gabe thing, like obviously you know, bombed and all that, but like. The, the keeping Klentak for the extra year was like by far the biggest. Well, only because they had to pay him. Like literally, it was only because they. Had That's to pay the him. point, and and you literally missed out on the hire from like because that would have been the hire. Like that would have been the hire. Well, I don't know. Push for him. He might have gone to Boston anyway. He might have gone to Boston anyway. But like that was the off season. If you got rid of him, was a finalist before. Like it, it made sense at least from yeah. Philly. You know all that. I still think he would have chosen Boston over over. He might have. He might have, and that's a separate thing. You might have. Well, honestly, I think it worked out pretty well. I mean, I know, I know. I do too. I'm happy with Dave. I'm not, you know. I'm just saying, like that that move of keeping Clintag the extra year really was a, just a horrendous decision. Yeah. Well, in that time, it was only because they just didn't want to pay him to not yeah. do anything. They didn't want to pay him to like go away, and he was still getting paid last year. And I know what he did for the Phillies. So, uh, but yeah, recent left was insane, and like. You know, people talk about Schwarber's defense. Like Schwarber looks like a Gold Glover compared to compared to what. Oh Reese my was. God! Yeah. And Schwarber yeah, can like a- Schwarber again was like in the first percentile on Baseball Savant of like, uh, uh, OAA or whatever. Like literally one of the worst defenders in the sport. And I, listen, it wouldn't be great having Schwarber out there. But again, when we're coming from the baseline, I've had to watch a season of Reese Hoskins in left field. Uh, it's fine. Everything's great. All right, starting pitcher. This is uh, Jack was kind enough because when he suggested this idea to me, I only said, I was like, well, we're obviously going to have the same starting pitcher. And he goes, oh, this person? I was like, that person. He's like, I'll pick someone else. You can have him. But everyone should know that the clear 100% decision for both of us, between the two of us, the immediate name that I thought of when this list came up, the only man certainly in Philadelphia and honestly maybe in the history of ring ceremonies to get booed as he got his World Series ring. Adam Eaton, we hate you, buddy. We hate you so much. And he probably $24 million. Probably hates us back, which uh... (laughs) I mean, it is pretty. Jack, do you think, I mean, I know it's in Philly, you know, we haven't had many of them, but like, do you think he is the only person to ever get booed in in a World Series ring ceremony? Um... I would, I, I, I would think so. I mean, <laughs> that's gotta be. I mean, come on, like that doesn't happen. Well, and I, I never forget. I was there and very proud. I was too. Very I proud to too. boo him. Yeah. I was booing a hard. It was a hearty boo. It was a hearty boo. I could not stand. And he's so smug about it. Oh, he's so oh, yeah. smug. And what, what drives me crazy is, uh, like when they, when they clinch in 07, and it's a dog pile and everyone's freaking out. The first face you see is Adam Eaton giving his dorky little high five to whoever. Um, the first face you see when the Phillies clinch the NL East is that waste of $24 million. So, yes, Adam Eaton is, is far and away the leader for our rotation. But I will say, I started thinking about it more and more. 
he might have been a better investment than Mr. Jake Arietta. Ooh, I don't hate this this move you're making here. I mean, seventy five, twenty five million a year. I mean, at least Eaton was twenty four over three years. I mean, Jake Arietta, who was a total stiff here for for three years, was just dreadful. Uh, like literally was done. Twenty five million a year uh, for absolutely nothing. Like Jake Arrieta gave this team absolutely nothing. Uh, he was trying to fight Todd Frazier. He threw Scott Kingery under the bus. Uh, it got oh no no no! Didn't he always took ownership? It was always his fault. It was never never put it on anyone else. No was yeah. Like, hey, yeah no, very no. accountable. Very accountable. Yeah, That's the yeah. first thing I think of when I think of Jake Arrieta. Uh Two other guys that would would be rounding out my rotation of least favorite, uh, Brett Oberholzer, uh, who <laughs> I literally every time I took the, the 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 mound, I was like, oh, they have no shot tonight. Like Brett Oberholzer, one of the Ken Giles trade guys, um, I think might be from here. I don't know, but just awful. And then Tyler Cloyd, who I will never forget, eighty five miles an hour coming up through the system while I was throwing 85 miles an hour, like back in the day, uh, got up here and was just dreadful. So uh, Tyler Cloyd also on my, my uh, rotation. It's a good one. Um, All right. Finally relief pitcher. There's a lot. There is a, there is a ton, but the one that got, all right. So, all right, there's a lot, but the one that I will vividly remember just loathing, and then eventually I got under his head at Citizens Bank Park when we were there was batting practice, and he was with the Marlins, and me and my friend were in left field uh, for batting practice, and he was out there shagging fly balls, and I yelled to him, "Qualls, you suck!" <laughs> and and the two teammates turned around saying, "Yeah, keep going, keep going." Chad Qualls, uh, I could not stand him. Uh, as a Philly. So Chad Qualls would be my answer. Now there's a lot of other answers, but uh, Chad Qualls was just dreadful here. Yeah. So it's a great answer. Chad Qualls high on the list. And like you said, there are so many. I said, you know, I thought I really went through a lot of names, rifled through names. And then I said, you know what? This is our list. This particular one that was my list. I can do whatever the hell I want. I'm taking the 2020 Phillies bullpen. Wow. The entire group. Sorry, Hector. I really do love you. You're the man. But, like, you're all in. The worst bullpen we've ever seen. The worst bullpen in the history of the sport. We hated those guys. Hated those guys. You got to – I mean, they're the worst bullpen ever, Jack. The 2020 Phillies bullpen. They have to be on there. Yeah, I mean, Work, Workman and Hembry are, like, the one – one and Hembry are right there. Well, I mean – you're, you're, Brandon Kinsler from 2021. You probably throw him on the list. I but. mean, you're, you're, giving, you're giving away an ace in Pavetta. Uh, it's just, you know – <laughs> That what it really symbolized was giving away talent for 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 nothing. Uh, Connor Seabold, like, come on. It was the the last uh, the last of many horrendous moves in the Matt Clentech era. Yeah, what a GM, what a GM. Um, what a, I mean, oh God, Brandon Workman. God, I hated that guy, Henry. Uh, on the face, least, like when, when when there was no worse face to see when the Phils blew a game than than Brandon uh, Workman. Like he just had the the mopey face on his like all the time. Just again. Dreadful. And like he, like Boston, he was good. He was good in the AL East. And then he came here and it was like, oh, just 
every time I came to a game, I was like, oh, wow, they're going to blow this. Awesome. Yep. Uh, yep. My uh, my extra name on this was, of course, the O-Monster. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> how, could, how could it not be the O-Monster? How could it not, Jack? It's a really good point. Well, I mean, listen, you trade Cliff Lee. It's like, uh, uh, like honestly, the idea of trading Cliff Lee actually made sense. It's just they didn't get one prospect out of it. Like they they tried to rebuild the farm system on the fly and do it with one big trade, and it can like like the O Monster, uh, Tyson Gillies, JC Ramirez. Like they tried to do it, it just didn't work. Uh, but the O Monster was the the uh, I guess the the prize of that, and literally couldn't throw a strike. Just could not throw a strike. So O Monster, congratulations, you are an extra in my bullpen. But Chad Qualls will always be number one, and I have real estate in his head. Yeah, not to you know offend more people who couldn't help it but be named something but i mean a pitcher named philippe you just had to know that wasn't gonna work right it's like oh philippe i'm scared of philippe on the hill yeah man it didn't help that <laughs> okay, he was six sure. eight he was six eight though well, his name was philippe huh? i mean i don't know i wouldn't be scared of a guy named philippe right plus he's canadian who would ever believe in a canadian pitcher another great point jack pavetta has <laughs> <laughs> This is fun. I think this is cathartic right here. Getting a little hate out when we needed to. Well, listen, it's been a long, it's been a long time. I mean, it's been a literal, a literal decade uh, in between playoff appearances, and there's been a lot of pain from that point on. Uh, a lot of hope, you know, in some cases, uh, and just a lot of mostly disappointment in the last ten years of Phil's baseball. But at least they're not a lockout, right? Well, that's the good part. Is that there's no lockout going on right now. <laughs> There's no lockout going on. Everything's fine in the sport. And uh, come February, we'll be down in Clearwater, just excited for Kyle Schwarber to be in the lineup, uh, ready to go, ready to bat lead off and and lead the Phils to a 2021, 2022, actually, uh, NL East title. Love it. All right. I'm going to go put my yelling daughter to bed soon. Any Is there any take bag stuff or we kind of uh, cover it all? You know, I got nothing to take back. Uh, I will say the today's the anniversary when they traded for Roy Halladay, which of course was an exciting day, except it also meant trading away Cliff Lee, which is one of those days like, what the hell's going on? Um, mm-hmm. And I got a new TV today, and I've already started thinking about Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Early Christmas gift. Oh, Early Christmas you, gift. And my first thought was, wow, Kyle Schwarber is going to hit 36 home runs, <laughs> and I'm going to see them all on this TV. All right, um, we will be back soonish. Certainly, no later than after the holidays. Maybe during the holidays, we'll see how it plays out. Either way, we're going to be back with a all-time Phillies draft. Don't worry, I'm sure there'll be a lot of all-time Phillies drafts out there in the meantime. Now that this is out there, so you'll be able to find one when you want to, I'm sure. Um, but we're going to bring it. Me versus Fritz. Fritz versus me. Fritz, like sanity on the line here. Mm-hmm. This is big. This is big. A lot Pretty of Twitter, excited. a lot of Twitter polls. Uh, uh, an article on the website. We'll, we'll blow this thing up. I'm so excited. All right, um, this is fun, buddy. I'm happy we're talking, even though there's, there's uh, never mind. Even though baseball's there and nothing else is going on. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> He's written himself into life.